Welcome to Choosing Leadership, a podcast for high performers with big dreams and for leaders who know that they are more powerful than the level that they are currently playing. I am Sumit Gupta, your host and the founder CEO of the Deploy Yourself School of Leadership. I am here to help the best leaders get better and to help organizations massively improve their output and impact and at the same time eradicating workplace stress. Yes, completely eradicating, not just reducing, completely eradicating. I believe in creating a future and a work culture where people wait for Mondays, not Fridays and get to do their most meaningful work. The aim of this podcast is not to provide you more content, but instead shift the context under which you operate. This podcast is titled Choosing Leadership because that is what leadership is, a choice. In each episode, I will celebrate leaders who have made such choices, which are not always easy and comfortable, but which has helped them get to where they are today. And let us celebrate the leader in us for choosing to move over our fears, for choosing to be motivated by something bigger than ourselves, and for choosing to deal with every challenge that comes on the way. Let us celebrate you right now for stepping into the unknown and taking courageous action, as those were the moments when you chose leadership. At the end, I will share how you can be our next guest on this podcast. And with that, let's get started. David is the president of Wim Group, which comprises of eight companies and now more than 130 employees. He is an entrepreneur in the internet space over the last eight years. In the interview, David shares his story and the philosophy behind running a group of eight companies. We spoke about the importance of being kind and transparent as a leader and also the importance of delivering on what you have promised. He shares that business is not the only important thing or the most important thing for him and everything else that he spends time on on a regular basis. Hi, David. Welcome to the Choosing Leadership Podcast. Nice to meet Very nice to meet you. Same here. It's wonderful to have you here. And to begin with, can you share a little bit about who you are and what do you do? Okay, fair enough. Uh, my name is David. David Rodriguez. I'm the founder of Web Impacto, that was my first company I set it up. Currently, I'm the president and founder of Wing Group. And under the lead of Wing Group, we have eight companies. All of them focus on e-commerce, digital transformation, blockchain, I all the technologies related with sales we are involved in. And basically, on my daily basis, I'm trying to help customers, especially in retail to grow up in business. Thank you. Thank you. I think that's uh, that's a huge uh, umbrella of uh, companies. And before we go there, right, can you share a bit about how did you get started uh, with uh, entrepreneurship or like what led you to where you are today? Well, basically, I, I was working for a UK consultancy company and I wanted to develop the Spanish market. They didn't believe in the Spanish market because Spanish companies wasn't investing enough for web development and e-commerce. Obviously, e-commerce in 2005, 2006 was not relevant, just for travel or for electronics, but nothing else. But I wanted to develop that part. Uh, I asked the owners of the company to do so. They didn't listen to me. And basically, the day I the mortgage of my house, 
I quit my job. So right. I did something that usually people uh, doesn't do. That is basically the day you, you get a long contract with the bank. Uh, I decided to quit my company. Obviously, I decided to quit a long time ago, but I was waiting until you know get the mortgage of my house. So basically, I decided to quit. I started on my own, working from my parent houses because I just had the house, but I didn't, I couldn't live there uh, at that very moment. And I basically started just on my own. I was doing everything. I was doing obviously sales. I was doing marketing. I was doing web development. So I was one man shop and I was doing basically everything. And then um, I started getting some more customers. And now we have like around 130, 140 employees. We have nine dif different divisions and different companies. And, and I'm very proud of what I did it because sometimes within a job, it's very difficult for the people who yeah. are in comfort zone and you are feeling okay on that, but you want to do something, you are scared. But I have, I, like, it's my family. When the day I was sales director in that company and I was, my basically was pretty, pretty good. But the day I was in, in a meeting with my parents, I said, I want to quit my job. And they said, well, do it. So, huh. you know, when you have a positive effort, a positive message from your family, it's easier everything. Yeah. Can you share a bit more of uh, about your parents or about your upbringing? What led you to like make that decision? And as you said, for many people, they would want to do something, but they would not have the courage or the confidence to, to take the plunge. So what gave you that confidence and the drive that I have to like do something on my own? Well, first of all, I realized that on the Spanish market at the beginning, it wasn't many companies providing good IT solutions at the beginning. Web development, e-commerce solution, marketing solution was, was not really good companies working on that area. The majority of the customers I was working for on that very moment was international companies. And I realized that there was a big hole at that very moment on the Spanish market. Also, after speaking with, again, with my family, they really support me to do so. I was saving out of money because I wanted to do that thing. And then, again, if there is an opportunity and you are a hard worker, I'm not going to say talent. I'm going to say normal people. Normal people, hard workers, and there is opportunity in the market. Well, you have to try because the worst thing in your life is don't try. Mm -hmm. And if everyone, when get older and ask them, what do you regret? Majority of the people, uh, they regret of don't do it, these kind of things. You know what I mean? And that yes. Is, that is the point. Absolutely, right? I think, and that gives you great pride and satisfaction in actually, like, uh, as you said, nine companies now. So can you share a bit more about that journey from starting as a one-man shop to, like, having nine companies, 130 employees? What were some of those, like, difficult moments or moments where you were, like, most proud of during that journey? Well, um... Be honest, we have really big milestones. Was the first customer that was called, and he was customer of my other company. And when he realized I quit the job, he said, I, I want to do a new project. I want to be an, an entrepreneur and I want to do the project with you. I said, well, if I'm able to do the project, they said, don't worry, you will be able to do the project. So at that very moment, I, so I hired my, my first employee. Then secondly, I had my second employee, who was my sister, and she started doing um, call meetings. I started calling people. So I started getting 
And meanwhile, one day, one agency called me, called Altamira, Marco, uh, and he said to me, oh, I want to speak with the owners, uh, myself. And basically he said to me, do you know that majority of the people that um, send me a, an inquiry to do the website, they finally do it with you? I want to find out why they do the website with you instead of with me. I said, well, I don't know. And we start talking, we become friends. And basically when you find, you, you type anything, any keyword related with web development and these kind of things in Spanish, the website always was ranking first. Okay? Maybe can we get an agreement? So you will pay me commissions for the leads and I will give you to you because you have more success closing deals than me. So at that very moment, he starts sending me like two, three leads every day. So I started to grow massively. Obviously I paid him very well for that part. And in that very moment, one lead was the FabSource. Okay. The FabSource, I think was my first really big project that we did it. Basically the kind of dream of two guys uh, getting funding money from USA. They got like one and a half million euros in 2010 for building up a shoes subscription model. So they mm -hmm. do a sus fashion subscription model in 2010. So they call me, I have a meeting with them in the Barcelona airport because they had to travel to San Francisco at that time. They said, me, can you do this project in, in a open CMS like PrestaShop or Magento? And at that very moment, I didn't know what was PrestaShop, neither Magento, okay? And I say, of course, no problem. So basically we get the agreement with them. So I started developing this website, this subscription model in PrestaShop. That was my first PrestaShop website that we did it. Uh, they asked me for doing four months. We did it in four months without any knowledge of the technology. Mm -hmm. So that is why when someone said, this is not possible to do it on that technology. I said, maybe you didn't look in deep <laughs> because I'm pretty yeah. sure you did. Okay. And we did it, we get the best website, all these prices about that website. And they what they was a copycat or a business model called uh, uh, now it's style that is was in that very moment was just fab, was copycat and that copycat from US bought them to set up that company in Europe. So obviously it was big news. And after that everyone was calling us oh. that very moment. And one of the guys that uh, knew this guy was Guillen Sanf, uh, that he was the founder of a website called Bebitus. And at that moment, Bebitus was, turnover was 1 million euros, and they hired us for doing everything. Yeah. Now, uh, nowadays, Guillem is one of my best friends, and also Pablo from the FabSus is also one of my best friends. So basically, we took a website called Bebitus that the turnover was 1 million online, and we put them in four years in 42 million online. Hmm. So when you do so, everyone wants to work with you. So the, organically, everyone was calling us to obviously work with them from any kind of business areas, from web development, application, SEO, SEM, marketplaces, marketing automation, basically everything related with technology. Yeah. And then uh, everything was working so well, and then COVID came to us and suddenly in one week, I got canceled like 30% of our monthly turnover because everyone was scary. In March, 
2020, everyone was scared. The companies wanted to cut it off all the cost because all business was closed. And something that I think I did very well is even more than 30, 40% of our monthly turnover was cut it off from the customers. I decided to don't lie off an employee. So I decided to give my that company. So I worked it up the numbers. I spoke to the bank and the bank said to me, David, don't worry. You have half million if you want the preconceived, you know, as credit. I worked it out that we went to loss around that money. I brief say, well, it's too much money, but well, everything has been very well in your side in the last 10 years. Well, sometimes something has to be wrong. Yeah. So I decided, I spoke to the company, I said to everyone, well, guys, we are not gonna do anything because guys were saying, we don't have things to do it, don't worry. These things will pass. And two weeks after, obviously, the situation changed completely because mm. everyone was trying to invest a lot online. And I have a team for do so because I didn't find anyone. So we start growing up again, boostly massively again at that mm. And those parts were like the most important things that happens in our life. And then Again, uh, something that I've been doing very well for creating teams is I always treat everyone in the same way. Even if you are an employee, you are a customer, you are a provider. So I set up a really good relationship with people. And always people has been helping me because always I've been helping people without expecting anything bad. And that is the most important thing. So suddenly when you realize um, people help you, even you are not asking for, I remember one call for one customer that is not customer anymore, Oriel from the Cantalo. Uh, he sent me, he called me, David, I know you are struggling, obviously, but if you want, we can pay you in advance. No, 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 I don't need it. No. But you know, you always been helping us. Now it's time we're helping you. I said, well, I really appreciate your call, but I don't need it. So that was the kind of message I was getting. So really reinforced me my message, my position that I was doing the right things, keeping on my team. And now we are just trying to grow up just with, obviously from all the companies that we are managing, we are trying to grow up in the best way. And we already become, I think the most important consultant company want to do so in the rest of Europe. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, so now having come here, right, having come here to 130 employees, uh, multiple group of companies, what is next for you? Where do you want to be in the next few years? Well, um, something that we have done, we, we, we have done very well on e-commerce, okay? But we really believe on omni-challenge experience. And there is the concept of five digital or five, five digital. That is the union of digital and on and off, right? And now we are really investing on 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 solutions for doing the digitalization of retail companies in the part related with the off. For example, with Misako, that is a handbags company in Spain. And we are now working on an RRFID solution for inventory solutions. Now with Focum, another police company. We are uh, working for forecasting for inventories. So we were focused on e-commerce and now we are more focused on entire digital business. And mm. digital is what it means. Obviously websites, obviously applications, obviously all the uh, totems that you can find on the physical stores, all the technology that you can find on the physical stores. 
and we are focused on mid-sized companies. So I want to keep working on mid-sized companies because there is something, usually companies, uh, when someone found a company, they want to find, as it's say, an expression in Spanish, the white horse, or uh, usually it's a huge company that paying a lot. I don't think like that. Huh. Why? So I really like to do impacts on business. And you can do impact in business in a small and medium-sized companies. On huge corporations, you cannot do any impact. Obviously, they can pay you much better than the other ones, but you are just a provider. And I prefer, I like to be important. That's kind of thing. And I want to grow up in the same way what we have done in the Spanish market with small, medium-sized companies in other European countries. So I see that you value relationships, right? You are not just here for business. You are there for making a difference, making an impact. And what you shared earlier, right? Uh, even uh, a competitor reaching out to you and you turning that into a partnership, right? So there's a lot of focus on relationships as you move forward. Can you share what role does that play as you have set up uh, like independent teams so that you are running eight or nine companies, but then that doesn't mean that you're working like 24 hours in a day. You still have your own life. You still have your own uh, like separate uh, boundaries. Uh, what role does relationships and how do you deal with people in a way that they are accountable, they take on responsibilities, at the same time as a leader, you are driving the whole ship in a particular direction? Okay, this is simple. My only rule is I want to work with normal people. Normal people or oh, common sense is the less sense of the common sense of the other sense. Okay, or oh, there is a Spanish problem. Yeah, yeah. Usually... I don't want to work with around people, people that doesn't fit very well the teams, uh, people that are not really respecting the people. I, I just want to work with normal guys. When you speak to, when you get bad words from a customer and the customer is not right, we decide to say, okay, say to that customer that is not working anymore with us. Why? Because again, I am not working with huge corporations, yeah, we have some huge corporations and LG or Henkel, they are customers of us, but from the uh, turnover point of view, none of my customers represent more than three, four percent of my total turnover. So basically, what means that? I have freedom to decide what I want to do with the company. So if I want to stop working with you, I can tell you, hey, I'm not working with you anymore. Meanwhile, if we do something wrong, we pay. You know what I mean? I just want to be fair with everyone in uh -huh. the table. And when I'm telling everyone in the table, uh, customers, providers, employees. So if we do something wrong, we have to admit it, say, hey guys, it was our fault, and we pay that fault. But if uh -huh. it's your fault and you are treating badly to my team, you will receive my call. I said, okay, this is the last time you did respect my team. Next time you will find another provider. And when you do so, one thing, the customers should really respect you because they know that if you fail, you will be there to solve it. But if you don't fail, you will fight for your team and your team in the same way. If they fail, they know they have to solve it. But if they don't fail, they don't have to receive this respectful message from customers. Mm -hmm. And that is why relationships is everything in our life. Business is just one part of it. So when... You grow up the kind of family that, you know, they give you really good values as a human being, uh, how treat everyone 
people in the same way, in the same way, even if they are the, the assistant that is cleaning your house or they are the president of the government, you have to treat everyone in the same way. Everyone, again, everyone will help you because uh -huh. they, they, when you are saying something that you are in bad humor because they are doing something wrong and you tell them, they know that you usually are right. And that really creates a huge relationship with everyone. And that is why when you realize the companies that I've been setting up, majority of those companies has been setting up with all customers that now they are in one day they decide they stop being customers and they uh -huh. become so it's easier when you uh, work with friends but you are not gonna become friends with someone that is not the similar person as you are that is why as i said my first rule is or unique rule is trying to work with normal people that's that yeah thank you for sharing that i think what i sense is that there's a simplicity to it, but there's also a very deep focus on uh, trust, transparency, humility. I think there's a humility which leads you to say that I admit my mistake when I do so. And at the same time, I will hold you accountable if you have made a mistake, right? And then still combining that humility with a drive, with a passion for doing something in the future, for leading not just uh, like all of your organizations, but in a way also your customers or also your relationships uh, in a particular direction. I think that's a wonderful balance to have, that balance of humility as well as the drive or that forward leadership. And I want to acknowledge uh, you because it's not common, right? I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs and in the busyness of life or in the challenges like COVID or everything, it's so easy to lose your balance. And what I'm sensing is that very strong balance on your values. And then you gave me examples of how you apply it with your customers, with your employees. Uh, so there thank is, you for that. There is something that people really miss. The worst things that people can have inside, obviously being liar, this kind of dishonest and this kind of things, obviously I pick it out, obviously. But being with big ego, the wrong problem for everyone. But in your daily basis, you have your wife, you discuss for something and you are really proud to saying sorry. Yeah. This is the most important things that you can learn in your life. Being honest. And if you're fault, say, I'm sorry, I don't want to do it again. So and if you, this rule, you just do it in every aspect of your life is easier. Mm. People trust you in your work. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And um, as you shared about the next few years, right, your vision, what do you think are your biggest challenges that you might have to face on the way? Well, this the main problem. Usually when you set up a good position of your company as leaders on, on your sector on, and you have so many customers, examples in the world, that suddenly they disappear from the market. Examples like Kodak, example like Polaroid, example like Nokia, example like Blockbuster. So when you are in IT solutions or technology, you have been innovating all the time. So even you are doing something, some processes or some projects in right manner, and now that thing is working very well, very profitable for your company, bear in mind, you have to change it. Hmm. If it's working, why? Because if not, when you're gonna try to change them, we'll be late. So that is why we lay off five, for example, is focused on, on, on blockchain, smart contracts, and, and NFTs. Now in photography e-commerce, we are really putting a focus in deep, not just in normal photos, deep on, on an artificial intelligence, how to create value for the customers 
hmm. using all this new technology. That is why I didn't just work with one CMS on, on Web Impacto for building e-commerce. We work with all the CMS because today something is the leader. Tomorrow, everyone will forget it. And when you are involved in technology, you always have to think on that way. And the thing is, now I'm 42 years old. My capacity or to be innovating obviously is less than five years ago and will be less in 10 years ago. That's why you need a really good team huh. thinking of the same manner to growing up all together. So majority of people on the team, they said, okay, guys, I have this idea. If in the world people say, oh, that idea is cool, go ahead. Sometimes, obviously, we fail. Well, I mean, a lot of time we fail. But we are keeping trying to innovate all the time. And that is the main, I would say, main opportunity and main threat at the same time. Yeah. And as you said, it's not just you. It's also the entire team that is pitching in and innovating and creating those new ideas because then uh, they are the ones who are closest to the market or the customer. That is the thing. is, It's not... Yourself, you are just one mind. You have 15 people on you. I would say my close team, I would say the directors or CEO of the vision companies of or, or business director would be 15 people, right? We have to think on the same manner as I'm thinking. Uh-huh. Because what is impossible, as you are saying, if you have a ship that is on the sea, yeah, everyone has to go on the same on the same direction. No? And that is why it's important to be aligned with people that have similar values as you have. Yeah, yeah. And I think that takes away a lot of the pressure and a lot of the difficulties uh, when you start from that foundation of, of same values. No, I, I, I one, yeah. one time, I remember one discussion with my, my, my vice president of the, com- of the group of companies. Um, she said me, I don't remember what she did, a big mistake. And she said me, why you didn't say it? She said it to me, why you didn't say it? nothing to me for that? He said, because I know you are suffering more. You may not even tell you anything. So what I should think? They ask if you, don't worry, we will, we will solve it. So, yeah. you know what I mean? If you are, if I fail, no one has to tell me that I fail. I already know that I fail. Hmm. So you need to try to have employees with that mentality. If you have employees with that mentality or you have uh, colleagues or directors with that mentality, everything is easier. Because you don't have to be a police controlling everything because you know that Absolutely. they are aware of everything that is going on in the company. Yeah, yeah. And as you spoke about these like 10 to 15 people who are the closest to you, what have you done or what do you do on a regular basis to invest in their growth, in their learning? Because everybody is coming from a different background, a different experience. So how do you bring them uh, on the same values or similar values in an organization? Yeah, it is, for example, just to give you some figures. Um, my marketing director and the beauty marketing director, they has been working with me since 2014. CTO of the company and other, and the, what the former CEO of the company, they joined the company in 2011 and I gave them shares to become the owners of the company as well. They were good programmers. So we have been working 12 years together. And then, for example, in Leofi, uh, I'm, I'm obviously the main investor, but some of the employees, the vice CEO is obviously, has been working with me in the last nine years as well. So she got the stocks of the company, vice president of the group got the stock of the company. Um, the Alcom Marketing is another company we are managing the country manager of that has been working with me again, five, six, seven years, has the stock of the companies. 
always and try to share as much as I can. So in one side, to get that loyalty, you have to pay well people and obviously get more than a salary and more. And then it's like the CEO of the company and they did a master degree on the most important, uh, one of the most important uh, universities in ESE. And obviously that was funded by the company. So mm. we pay that money. So we always really think, and we tell that to everyone in the company, if you want to study something that is applied for the company, we are more than happy to pay for that. So this is the way some, sometimes yeah. they become um, shareholders as well. Other times they get benefits of being paying for studies or whatever. That is the way. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. I think it's amazing that you invest not just with uh, equity or shares, but also with money in their learning, in their growth. Because in the end, right, it all comes back to you. Uh, and I see many entrepreneurs short-sighted here and uh, that they see that as an expense rather than as an investment. So I'm no, totally I, I, I would tell you something. When I spoke to Jesus, Jesus is the current CEO of Webby Battle, that is the biggest company, okay? Uh, he said, I want to do this. And I said, okay, the company will pay that. And he said, it's a lot of money. I said, I said but it's a lot of money. He said, they, 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 I want to tell you something. If you do so, you will be able to do my job. If you are able to do my job, I have time. And that is, is priceless. And secondly, as you are, or I am, you're going to be studying with a, a, a big directors of a lot of companies. And I'm pretty sure with your network and my networking, we will close customers from this investment. He said, me, David, you are so clever. I said, yeah, I mean, if you're thinking, in the, not in the short term, you are thinking in the long term, in yeah. this moment, I'm able to have a new CEO in the company and I have more time to, to join my family or do whatever or find another business or whatever that we mentioned. Also, obviously, we have closed customers from this investment because obviously always happened. And so obviously that was really was peanuts. But if you just analyze in the short term, how much is that? You say, wow, this is a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think for anybody who is listening, this is such a wonderful lesson on multiple levels, right? One is investing in somebody. One is uh, connecting it with your time, right? Because unless you have time, you will always be busy. And now then that will become a bottleneck. But also the long term and short term, right? Balancing between that, what is it, the amount but how does that relate in the short term? What will it bring or not bring over the three, five, 10 years? And as you said, people have stayed with you for decades, for many years, right? So that is a testament of that thinking. Uh, so that's no, in the sector that we are in technology, there is, there is so many startups with too much money. And obviously anyone can, hmm. can hire salary outside of our company. Yeah. But we try to have a different culture. We have to do what we really try is to have a life culture, okay? Because again, for me, the most important thing in my life is not my, it's not my companies, it's not my job, it's my family. Okay, that's, that's the most important thing. And I'm training. I do karate, second and black belt of karate. I train with my kids, and it doesn't matter what is. I, I want to tell you, I, I love football. I really am supporting. I'm living in Barcelona, and. Yesterday and the day before yesterday was the e e e e show trade show here in Barcelona. And last year, when was the trade show here, at the same time was the match Manchester City-Real Madrid. <laughs> so I wasn't in the trade show. I was in Madrid watching football. And some customer remembers me. Last year, you wasn't here. <laughs> Obviously, I was watching Real Madrid. I mean, business is important. Obviously, it's important. You have to be 
a huge professional. You have to be really professional. You have to deliver what you promise, obviously. But we are not, we mustn't be slaves of what we are doing. I'm not going to say, if you have passion for what you do it, you are not going to work anymore. And I don't want to say that. But the thing is, if you just try to make fun what you do it, you really enjoy what you do it, your life is easier. And if you just think that any job problem is a minor problem, healthy problems, big problems, family problems, big problems. Business problem, it's just business, it's just money. And when I say it's just money, maybe you tomorrow, you will get fired from your company or whatever, you will find another. We have, there is plenty of opportunities in the life. So don't get brass of, again, you set up a, a company and you fail. Don't worry, set up another one, try another one or work for another one or join another company. But you think you are so important. I, I have a really good sentence I use a lot. We are not doctors. We don't do hard surgeries. Okay. So no one is going to die for our job. So, so don't think your job is so important. Okay. Yes. If we lost sales, if the SEO we apply in websites are not well, whatever is affecting lives, obviously. But we are not even a, a bus driver. We are not a plane driver. But lives rely on that person, on that people. Yeah. So, don't think you are so important. And always I said too much to everyone because people start, when people start growing up in companies, they really become an important person. What the fuck? Sorry, sorry for the word. But you know, well, come on. We are just doing websites. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I have no words to express my gratitude for what you have just shared. The wisdom, multiple levels of wisdom in uh, prioritizing or like making sure that you are delivering on the promises, but at the same time, not ignoring your family, not ignoring your passions like football or karate, anything which appeals to your heart. This is what life is, right? It's not just about the business or the money. And then what if, even if you fail, as you said, right, you can still get back up and not to make yourself too important, not to give uh, that ego fuel, but actually coming from a place of service and giving and then focusing on relationship. I think I can continue to unpack and I'm going to take a clipping out of what you shared and then share it with so many people because I know that so many people and entrepreneurs struggle with uh, really getting out of the day-to-day, the pressures, the challenges, and really seeing the big picture either for their own life, for their own passions, their family, or then for their team, for their employees. So thank you, David. I think we have to wrap this up. Uh, but we could continue our conversation forever if we, if I want to. I think it's a, such a wonderful experience. So before we end, is there anything else that you would like to add? Or if anybody wants to reach out, what is the best way for them to find you? Well, as anyone, and as, as you, one day you wrote me on LinkedIn, do you want to do this? Yes, of course. I'm always an open person. So, and always I'm trying to help everyone. I told you at the beginning, I always helping people just if they ask me for something, I mean, and I never expect anything back. And why? Again, when I see this kind of post on LinkedIn saying, I get so many emails from commercial people, this community, it's your job, listen people. I'm open to listen everyone, that is a good point. And always I find really interesting people, really interesting solutions. For example, I'm, I just finished a program called um, Innovation Experience 
360 Israel. I'm not Jewish, but I thought it was very interesting. I saw what they did it, and I rolled in I mean, enrollment. I did enrollment in that. So I already did the course. I learned a lot for a lot of people. I met people from everywhere in the world. So don't, don't think you are so important. That is the most important thing. You are just normal guys or normal people that if someone write you, remember someday you were in the same situation and maybe they will tell you something that will change your life. And this is why when someone in LinkedIn write me, always I reply, always I take what they said. And if it's something that I think is interesting, always I said, I'm if not, I said, oh, sorry, I'm not interested in that service. But always try to be open mind. That is the point. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, David, once again. And, and yeah, as we end, right, I would like to wish you all the best uh, for everything that you're trying to do with your company, with your relationships, with your family, with other people that matter to you, with your like uh, sports, karate, everything that matters to you. I think all of this combined creates a human being. And I'm so glad to see that you are aware of that. And then you have built up a business or a group of companies around those values. I think this is so much needed in the world that we live in today. Uh, and then you're setting the right example. So thank you for what well, you thank do. You. Thank you. Thank you very much for your kind words because then I really appreciate what you are saying. And the same to you. I mean, I hope everything goes well for you. And if I can give you a little bit of something, that just ask me. Thank you. Thank you, David. That's it for this episode of Choosing Leadership with Somit Gupta. I choose leadership every time I record this podcast. And I invite you to do the same. I invite you to design a life of joy, meaning, pride and satisfaction. Not just for yourself, but for everybody around you. If you got something out of this episode, would you share this episode on social media? And if you know somebody who would be a great guest, can you tag them on social media to let them know about the show? And if you are a leader who wants to acknowledge how far you have come, and have big dreams for the future. Please reach out to me to be a guest on this podcast. And I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. This is what I do most naturally, to lovingly and gently provoke you, to help you see your own light, to help you see what you are already capable of. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and it means a lot to me and my team. If you want to know more, go to deployyourself.com and subscribe to my newsletter or follow me on LinkedIn. I want to thank everyone who contributed to making this show a reality and I want to thank you for listening. Always remember that you are enough, you are loved and you matter. This is Sumit. Until next time, keep choosing leadership.